0: I'm Denis of The Business Mirror and this is The Broderlook Podcast. Good day! Welcome to Table Tales Tuesdays, a segment of The Business Mirror Broderlook Podcast that talks about agriculture and food. The Broderlook Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabang, publisher of The Business Mirror. Today's episode focuses on fertilizers and its discussion among government officials based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters, Jovi Marie de la Cruz, Samuel Medanilla, and Radi Sausa. If you need more stories on agriculture and food, please visit the Business Mirror website. For the print edition, please go to the Agriculture and Commodities section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Last week, lawmakers filed House Resolution No. 972 to identify the impact of farmers' heavy dependence for four decades on imported synthetic or petroleum-based fertilizers on national pala yields and farmers' incomes. The move comes amid a fresh government push for balanced fertilization for the combined use of both chemical and organic inputs in farming. House Resolution No. 972 directed the House Committee on Agriculture to specifically study the effectiveness of the use of chemical fertilizers in rice production. House Resolution No. 972 also seeks to find whether or not chemical fertilizers, like urea, really cost cheaper than, if not just the same as, biofertilizers. It also seeks to find whether or not organic inputs or biofertilizers are still untested or have been proven to significantly boost crop yields. Lawmakers recall that the Department of Agriculture issued last April 27, Memorandum Order number 32 covering the implementing guidelines on the distribution and use of biofertilizers which sets the guidelines on the distribution and use of biofertilizers for calendar year 2023. The lawmakers observed that Memorandum Order 32 by the Agriculture Department apparently aims to conquer high prices of inputs and promote alternative inputs such as biofertilizers given that President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. announced at a recent meeting his administration's push for the use of biofertilizers by farmers to cut the use of imported petroleum-based fertilizers. In a news conference in Malacanang last month, Agriculture Undersecretary Leocadio Sebastian said the government decided to promote the use of biofertilizers, which is made of cultured microorganisms, in response to the spike in global prices of inorganic fertilizers last year. Sebastian said the agriculture department saw the price increase led to a reduction of fertilizer use by local farmers and thus resulted to the country's lower rice production. Undersecretary Sebastian said the department of agriculture saw the need to find other ways so that the sector does not become reliant on imported inorganic fertilizers. The agriculture official said the new program to promote the use of biofertilizers in conjunction with other kinds of fertilizers also aims to improve the country's declining soil fertility, which also contributes to low farm output. Sebastian said the balanced fertilization involves the use of organic fertilizer, biofertilizer, and inorganic fertilizer. Sebastian said the program is being promoted so that the sector can maintain rice production levels. He added that the sector's continued use of inorganic fertilizer is unsustainable. Agriculture Undersecretary Sebastian said the continued use of inorganic fertilizer is making the soil acidic and has led to a plateauing of farm production. The authors of House Resolution No. 972 also pointed out that the spike in oil prices also saw a corresponding increase in prices of fertilizers, which are byproducts of oil, thus leaving the Philippines with virtually no control over factors affecting the cost of farm inputs, as it is a net importer of fuel and fertilizers. The lawmakers also noted that the increase in prices of synthetic or chemical fertilizers has led to high costs in palay production. The lawmakers further said that aside from shrinking incomes of local farmers, the rising cost of imported inputs, such as synthetic or chemical fertilizers, also affect consumers who bear the brunt of the consequent higher prices of rice and other food. The authors of House Resolution No. 972 have said that farmers rely heavily on fertilizers and other farm inputs to boost agricultural productivity, amid the lack of control over meteorological and other natural conditions. Amid this situation, the lawmaker said, the pressure on productivity to feed people is ever increasing as the Philippine population grows at an estimated pace of 2% per year. The Agriculture Department has pegged the country's annual requirement for various fertilizer grades at 2.6 million metric tons, which the authors of House Resolution 972 said dents the country's dollar reserves and the farmers' incomes as the Philippines imports 95% of its fertilizer requirements. The lawmaker said this makes the country vulnerable to conditions that can affect output and prices. Camarines' representative El Rey Villafuerte, one of the authors of House Resolution 972, has said that freeing farmers from the decades-long chokehold of costly imported chemical fertilizers in favor of the use of biofertilizers or organic inputs is an audacious agricultural policy shift that should have happened a long time ago. The lawmaker said it has to take a president, who is concurrent secretary of the Department of Agriculture, to carry out this eco friendly farming strategy, which actually makes sense as it will let the president deliver on his multi pronged commitments to modernize Philippine agriculture slash rice prices bump up farmers' yields and incomes, nurture agribusiness, and fight climate change. Congressman Villafuerte suggested that the appropriate House Committees conduct a joint inquiry into the impact on Philippine agriculture and farm productivity of local farmers' use for decades now, of imported chemical fertilizers, and a comparison between the actual cost for and per hectare yields of local growers using organic and inorganic production inputs. The lawmaker said issues that must likewise be looked into in this proposed joint inquiry include whether chemical fertilizers like urea really cost cheaper than, if not just the same as biofertilizers, and whether organic inputs or biofertilizers are still untested or have been proven to significantly boost crop yields. Congressman Villaferte issued a statement last month after the Agriculture Department came under fire for Memorandum Order 32 issued last April 27 for rice industry development, setting the guidelines on the distribution and use of biofertilizers in local farms. One of those criticisms came from the President's sister, Senator Aimee Marcos who aired caution on Memorandum Order Number no. 32 and urged its review by the department headed by her brother, President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. The Office of the Senator said last month, she was approached by some farmers whom, she said, expressed fears on the adverse impact of government's biofertilizer project on rice production. While acknowledging that biofertilizer benefits the soil, Senator Marcos doubted it will match previous levels of rice production. The senator said the El Niño phenomenon also poses a threat to rice production, especially since there are expected reductions in the supply of water irrigation, in the supply of water for irrigation from Angat Dam. The senator pointed out that biofertilizers need to be tested first if they can really lower costs and increase rice production. Senator Marcos said that numerical data in Memorandum Order Thirty Two must be carefully recalculated so that the purpose of using biofertilizer in rice production can be closer to reality. Moreover, Senator Marcos mentioned that the price of two thousand pesos per kilo for urea in Memorandum Order Thirty Two is thirty three percent to eighty two percent higher than the prevailing market price of only one thousand one hundred pesos to one thousand five hundred pesos. In a separate document on the Agriculture Department's guidelines for suppliers, it was shown that the price of six thousand pesos per 5-gram pack of microbial-based biofertilizer is more expensive than urea. But the Agriculture Department has defended its new guidelines in the nationwide mainstreaming of the use of biofertilizers against allegations it is flawed. In a news conference in Malacanang last month, Agriculture Undersecretary Leopoldo Sebastian explained that the 2,000 peso per bag of biofertilizers in the Memorandum Order 32, or the Implementing Guidelines on the Distribution and Use of Biofertilizers, is only for illustration purposes. Undersecretary Sebastian explained the price of the biofertilizers is not fixed and can still be lower depending on the result of a bidding process. Sebastian said that the price of the biofertilizers in the market may be as low as 500 pesos, 1,000 pesos, or 1,500 pesos. He said there are also expensive variety costing at 3,000 pesos or 5,000 pesos. Undersecretary Sebastian said that if during the bidding process the DA determined that the price of biofertilizer is much more expensive from urea, a common inorganic fertilizer, then the procurement will not be initiated. The Agriculture Department issued its clarification in response to the concern of an organization that the memorandum order could result to the government purchasing overpriced biofertilizers worth 2000 pesos per bag compared to the prevailing price of urea at 1100 pesos per bag. Aside from the bidding process, undersecretary Sebastian said the Department of Agriculture also imposed other criteria for suppliers that includes ensuring Biofertilizers fertilizers are locally produced and will be effective in the location where it will be used. The Agriculture Department also requires suppliers to teach the use of fertilizers to its intended farmer beneficiaries. Undersecretary Sebastian said the additional requirements aim to prevent the possible reoccurrence of the fertilizer fund scam in 2004 during the administration of former President Gloria Arroyo. Wherein millions of government funds were lost in undistributed fertilizers. Undersecretary Sebastian said they don't want a repeat of the fertilizer scam. That is why he said the Agriculture Department developed the guideline so that the implementation would be quote-unquote fair, transparent, and sure. Undersecretary Sebastian pointed out that starting next year, the government will no longer procure biofertilizers. Instead, he said they will convert their program into a voucher scheme wherein farmers will be allowed to use whichever brand of biofertilizer they want. Undersecretary Sebastian said the Department of Agriculture will be requesting 1.9 billion pesos from the national government for the proposed biofertilizer vouchers. Camarines Sur Representative El Rey Ferte, one of the authors of House Resolution No. 972, has said that the government must consider several points for its biofertilizer program. The lawmaker has said that lower cost of organic fertilizers as compared to imported chemical inputs will increase the income of local growers. Congressman Villaferti said that higher yields from the use of organic fertilizers, as supposedly proven in field trials of the agriculture department, will mean higher annual harvest or production of the staple grain which will subsequently translate into cheaper rice for consumers. The lawmaker noted that the promotion of locally produced biofertilizers will increase the demand for the products of domestic producers, thereby boosting the economy and creating more jobs. Promoting organic fertilizers will reduce farmers' use of chemical fertilizers, which degrade the soil or make it more acidic and lower crop productivity, Congressman Villafuerte said. The lawmaker noted that by minimizing soil degradation with the lesser use of chemical inputs, the Philippines will further cut the release of greenhouse gases into the atmosphere that causes global warming and climate change. Promoting the use of locally produced organic inputs will free the Philippines from the supply chain snafus of imported goods that had bedeviled import-dependent nations like the Philippines following the mobility restrictions of the COVID-19 pandemic and Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Congressman Villaprete has said last month. Finally, the lawmaker has said that lesser dependence on imports will insulate the Philippines from foreign exchange volatility, thus protecting the country's dollar reserves. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror Brotherhood Podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line, DM Podcast. Our gratitude goes to Business Mirror publisher, T. Anthony C. Cabangon, for producing the Border Look podcast. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter, Jasper Emanuel Arcalas, for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis Estopase of the Business Mirror, asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered. Catch you in the next episode.